Welcome to Grow and Learn, everyone. This is Zorina, your host. Today, we're going to be speaking about investing in real estate. We're going to be speaking about syndicating, about empowering women, not only in terms of financials, but also in terms of mindset, how to become independent in mind and pocket. <laughs> Today, right. I'm welcoming Robin Binkley. She's the co-founder of, of, the, of the company Real Equity Investment Partners. Mm -hmm. together with her husband. She's a homemaker, beautiful woman, mother. Hi, Robin. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure to be here. Likewise, likewise. Robin, you're also a, a podcast host. Your podcast mm -hmm. is called, actually, you, you have so many eggs in your basket. The podcast is called Real Equity Investment Partners. Well, the podcast is called ah, Ladies, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, Ladies Kicking Assets. Yes, yes. And my my real estate business is called Real Equity Investment Partners. Right. So Ladies yeah. Kicking Assets, what is this all about? So Ladies Kicking Assets a couple of years ago was birthed out of a mastermind group that my partner with that show, Courtney Muller and I, um, felt like we wanted to educate women in the space of financial education bottom line. And then we wanted to empower women to feel strong enough in their head knowledge, confidence, their heart knowledge, and their checkbooks to invest in assets for creating passive income. And typically what we've found in the world that we've lived in is that many men kind of do most of that. And women are really sharp and um, many times just lack some of the understanding of how all the pieces flow together and what to do. And so that's really where we created this concept and we set a time frame and we just went for it. And so um, we've had some amazing guests on the show. And what we found is that our audience is not just all women. It is men also. And we've had some amazing men and women uh, share information on our show. And so our audience is mixed and it's a diverse age group as well. People who are really seasoned and those who are just learning what to do. How do I get in this field? I see. So when you're saying uh, women are sometimes um, faced with difficulties grasping the terms and um, um, the, the business specifics, is this something that you were also faced with when you first started? Tell us your story. How did you enter this space? So so my story is um, I've I've always worked outside of the home. I ran nursing homes for um, almost 25 years and have three adult children. So uh, we had, and, I, and I'm married. And so we had a very busy, busy home. And like a lot of traditional scenarios, my husband primarily uh, did our investing, you know, through, you know, traditional um, groups like Charles Schwab or Fidelity or some of those those types of scenarios. But we've always, both of us, had a desire to invest in real estate. And so we were doing a little bit of that here and there. And we really bought a commercial property um, with his business partner, my husband's business partner, some, some years ago. And that was our first real segue into real estate investing. And we read a book by Robert Kiyosaki called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
that has been around uh, since the 90s and has been kind of a catalyst for many people to learn more and to um, have some direction and motivation in that space. And so that's really kind of what started us since we've had collaborations on uh, self-storage facilities, um, some development, some international purchases. We've also um, have single family homes here in the U.S. Um, and some vacation properties that we really use with Airbnb and um, that sort of thing. So anyway, um, we've syndicated larger project projects like uh, apartment complexes uh, and Bitcoin mining, so digital currency. So as you had mentioned earlier, I kind of chuckled to myself when you said you have a lot of eggs in different baskets. I also mirror that with my investment style. My investments are not all in the same asset class. They're in all of these different areas that I've mentioned. And I like a diverse portfolio. Uh, because one thing, you know, might not be doing well here while another asset is doing well. So it kind of gives you some leeway to have cash flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's segue a bit into that. I heard the bit Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin uh, mining, yes. Digital currency. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, uh, did you mean Bitcoin? Did you say Bitcoin syndication? And if so, how does that work? So a more than a year ago, myself and two other women, so my partners in that project are two other women, um, they are um, really um, focused in the blockchain and digital currency. And so I partnered with them and we raised capital to buy mining machines. And so we are actively mining Bitcoin and have been now for over a year. And so we have investors, we raised capital, we have investors, and our investors are paid out through digital currency for their distributions. And so it's a very simple concept, honestly. Um, but again, as digital currency is global, um, and, you know, we're seeing that adopted by many countries, many institutions. I mean, again, it is another investment avenue, just like investing in gold and silver, investing in actual real estate. It's just another area to have in your portfolio, but we are mining it is what we're doing. And so that fund is like a five-year, it's a, a five-year fund. And so, um, it was something interesting to get involved in and um, really kind of stay on the learning curve with that. It's really pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I know that Bitcoin mining is very energy uh, intense. Are there any regulations that you're afraid might um, affect your future profitability on this project? So what we've really found is... Um, you know, some of the curtailments where they will shut your machines down for windows of time that are out of our control um, that have to do with um, the energy usage on the grid. You know, I would probably say that's probably the most negative drawback, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the more folks that kind of get into the mining space, the more of a draw there is on that energy. And so, you know, you have to be looking at energy as a whole, how that's being um, utilized, not only in the US, but across the world, you know, and, and what's happening with that. So yeah, we have experienced that. 
Um, absolutely. And so, you know, as, as, you know, these things come up, we just, you know, continue to work and stay in alignment with, um, our hosting facility and, and have great communication with our investor database. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you, you've also written um, a guidance paper, uh, a goals roadmap. Yes. Yes. Tell us a bit about this. This is like the first step to guiding women towards a desired towards their goals. <laughs> okay. And it's not just for women. It's for men also. It is for anyone. And so um, you can access it, purchase it off my website at realequityinvestmentpartners.com. But I feel like this last year, I've learned so much over the last, I mean, 20 years. And so it's really kind of a, a very high level condensed version of how to set and define your goals for yourself, for your family, for your finances. And each one of us needs to kind of allocate a little bit of time and do that. And so many people are familiar with setting like a New Year's resolution that may not stick. They may say, you know, I want to make $2 million or I want to lose weight or I want to go on a vacation but there's really no strategy around that. And so this helps you to allocate time to define what, where do you, where are you currently? Where do you want to be in these different areas of your life? Finances, your business, your personal health. Um, and, and set up is a this, strategy to get there. Is this Robin similar to the life book by um, um, Mickey? I forgot their names. So the the couple that wrote the life book. Is this a similar approach, book. where you define your goals in twelve areas of your life, and um, you you have a vision, then your goals, then you trickle them down to strategy, and then there was a fourth. Um, yes, and so I've got them. I've got them uh, aligned in seven areas. And I call them buckets. Mm -hmm. And so what I walk you through is how to create a vision board. Um, because it's not just <clears throat> putting it on paper. That is very important. <clears throat> Your subconscious mind goes to work, as you know, um, and you figure out how you get there. But you also need to have declarations and things that you say about yourself, who you are becoming. And then visually, you need to see what these things are. But most importantly, you need to have some checks and balances to see where you are along the way. Ideally, that's monthly. But, you know, I, I have found folks will do that quarterly, semi-annually, whatever it is for yourself in your life, you have to have some awareness and life gets in the way. And what are those things? Or is it you're getting in the way because you're just not taking action? Whatever that is, you just need to put it out there and be transparent with yourself. And sometimes being brutally honest with yourself is the hardest thing to do. And fear of having someone read what your dreams and aspirations are. And so you kind of have to get over that internal struggle with yourself and just be ready to move the needle. And, you know, for all of us, sometimes there's one thing that we have to figure out, you know, what's the one thing that will allow me to kind of do all these other things. So it's some self-work, um, but well worth it. I've been walking um, my adult kids who 
work in our um, family office along this path for years. And it's really powerful to see this played out in young adults who are in between the ages of 21 and 28, what they've been able to accomplish just by simply using this very basic structure that I've shared with you. I love it. I, I really love seeing it unfold in the lives of folks. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So once again, your website where they can find and download it and purchase it, what is it? Uh, Real Equity Investment Partners, but you can also send an email to team at realequityip.com. And that will, will get you any information that you need. Or if you've got questions about something that I've said, and maybe we need to connect you to, you know, one of the experts in the field that I've utilized or may know of, you know, we'll certainly make those connections. I, I strongly believe in the collaborations with those that know more information than you and building your team. I mean, that's how I've really been able to build my success is, is through others, you know, their expertise and their guidance. So happy to share. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about real estate, though. How did you um, how did you start off in terms of financing to begin with? So, you know, when we bought our first com commercial property, um, we did um, a very uh, small down payment. Um, we actually did a loan through the seller. And then we transferred that loan to the bank. So it was kind of a little unusual circumstance for a commercial property in the Houston market. Um, but we just asked the question. And so I think sometimes, you know, we get hung up on, oh, I don't know if I should ask, whatever. Ask, ask away. The worst thing that's going to happen is somebody's going to say no. That's how we got started with the very first project. All the other projects since, um, I've, well, my single family homes, I bought a town home. Let me just say this mm -hmm. uh, with cash. And that's probably not the wisest thing to do, but it is how I started very honestly. And then what I did is I pulled equity out of that and bought project number two. And then I pulled some more equity out and I bought project number three. And so I just kept kind of using that strategy, but loans, you know, and kind of leveraging um, that is really um, a way to do that. Um, you can strip equity out of your own home and do a home equity line of credit uh, and buy something. You can utilize your 401k dollars and use those dollars for investing. And so you just kind of, one of the things that I, I, I do, uh, Brett and I do is, when someone's got questions on how do I start? What do I do? Um, this is where I'm at, but this is what I'd like to, to see is kind of get a sense of where do they have some extra money um, and some resources tucked away that they can utilize to buy these investment properties or be involved in syndications as a passive investor. Mm -hmm. You know, it really kind of depends on what you're, you're in game. Are you looking for monthly annual cash flow? Are you looking to buy something that you're going to flip out of and multiply that investment 2x, 5x, 10x, whatever that might be? So you just kind of have to know what 
someone's looking for. And, and what I've looked for may not be what someone else is looking for. So you've got to do a lot of listening, yeah. you know, and getting a sense of what someone needs. I can see how this model has worked until now, but I've also asked people, previous guests that I've had that are working in this space, what is your expectation of the current financial situation? Because, uh, you know, you mentioned Robert Kiyosaki and he himself and some other people said that um, we're facing a, a credit dry period, very possibly. What, what is your expectation on that? So my expectation, I mean, I would love to see uh, things move back to where they were a year ago, but I don't really foresee that. Mm. I, I really feel like we're kind of in this new normal, but what I'm currently doing and somewhat, I don't want to use the word encouraging, but just sort of saying, make sure you've got some cash or liquidity, mm. um, whatever investments you may have, what's the level of liquidity that you've got or making sure that you've not tied every single dollar that you have up in an investment. Um, now I'm not telling you not to invest. Certainly I'm investing, but I'm just saying kind of sit more in a pause mode and see what's going on. This last year, I've said no to more investments than I've said yes to. Uh, and that's a really comfortable space to be in because I don't feel like I've got to run out and go invest in something. The world is ever changing. And so take a moment to really pause and just kind of see what's happening. You know, as interest rates have gone up, um, the ability for some folks to purchase has radically changed. Um, and so it's more of a runner's market. Um, and so kind of look at what's happening there. If you've got some investment properties and you're looking at maybe divesting them, I would maybe hold on to them if it's more of a home or a townhome or an apartment or a condo or something, because it really is a renter's market right now. Um, so I would kind of look at a little bit of that. Um, I'm really um, interested in the commercial space right now. Um, I've just got, um, some projects that I'm kind of looking at with that, but I don't feel like it's a space where run out and invest every dime that you have. I think liquidity, as I've said now three times, is one of the key pieces that you need to be looking at within your own cash reserves or your ability to create that. And I would say kind of over the next nine to 12 months, you know, really look at that. Now, I've got many friends that are really turning to some oil and gas opportunities right now um, and looking at some other types of investments. And all of them are good. You just kind of want to look at your big picture of what you are trying to do. You know, some folks aren't really needing passive income. They don't need cash flow monthly. But it's what is your situation that you need, you know? So. Mm -hmm. So are you a syndicator yourself or do you syndicate real estate purchases with other syndicators? It, yes, one and the same. It is it is one and the same. So yes, I am a syndicator. You're not organizing it. Um, the one who does the organization of the syndication. Yes, yes. So I have mm -hmm. uh, done that. 
um, and with uh, a team of people. Mm-hmm. Um, never alone have I singly syndicated a project. I've I fully believe in a team, and you know, different folks have different expertise in the hats that they wear, um, and how you bring a group together. But I am not actively today in this hot second syndicating a project. Um, I just really haven't found one right this moment that I'm I'm want to run out and go do. I've kind of spent my time creating over the last couple of months, this digital product that we talked about on the goals roadmap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I am in that space of syndicating. Yeah, yeah I, I understood. But um, in the in the syndication space, there needs mm-hmm. to be a lead syndicator, right? Or, or not? This is what I understood from a previous. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, yes, yes. You, there's you always somebody the project, that's going to find the deal. They're going to find the deal and vet the deal. You know, they're going to manage the deal. Yeah. Um, they're going, and so it kind of depends on what's the asset class and who is the team. Um, in the two very different projects that I have right now, the multifamily, uh, and the Bitcoin mining, I, I wear different hats in both of those. Um, so it, it just depends. Um, if you're only involved in multifamily, then you might wear the same hat. You know, you might just be out there, you know, running numbers, trying to find the right property and, you know, make that mesh with your group, but that's not the only thing I'm involved in. I see. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. So, so tell us a about lot the of opportunity. There's a lot, a of, lot opportunity. of opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> but and you know what I learned? Let me share this with you about syndicating that there's more things that are syndicated than what we realize, like airplanes, movies. Um, you know, you think that somebody's out there just bankrolling the whole thing and they're not. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting field to learn about. Yeah. Well, 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 it's the, the tokenization that is eventually going to enter the space of syndication. So that is right. And it, it is there, it is there, you know, in, in some spaces in real estate, it's, you know, in this market, my, um, my business partner, Courtney Moeller, um, you know, she's very involved in, um, the blockchain and, and real estate. So, you know, it's, it's, it is here. It's not that it's coming. It is here. Yeah. Uh, the adoption of the utilization of it by, by the masses is what, you know, I think you're going to be seeing here very shortly mm-hmm. more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so in the past um, year, you mentioned you've turned more towards uh, coaching people, towards writing this book, guiding women more on, on their way of independence. How can yeah. you help uh, anybody looking to get a grasp of their life and, and be independent? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 first and foremost, I would like for folks to understand that when they reach out and they've got a question, there is no question too big or too small. Okay. And so I just, whatever it is, ask away uh, and we'll go from there. But I feel like, again, one of the things that we would do first and foremost is we just kind of have a conversation, which is what I do. I I have a very brief uh, initial conversation to just kind of understand what the individual is looking for. Like, what are they seeking to achieve? And sometimes it might be that we have, you know, one, two, three scheduled conversations, maybe more. 
Um, it just kind of depends on the need and some direction with what they're looking for in their life. Is it that they need some education on financial literacy uh, and some some assistance with a personal financial statement, asset mapping, uh, things of that sort? Or is it that they kind of need to kind of get rooted and figure out where they're going with their goals? And so creating that strategy is sometimes the only thing someone needs. And from there, they just kind of go running with it. So the first thing is, of course, the conversation, a strategy, figuring it out, doing a lot of listening, uh, and then giving some key pointers and then a follow up. And that's really how it works. Um, and that can be as much of or as little of that's needed. Yeah. Great. So again, the email team at realequityip.com is the best way to connect. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Robin. Anything else be, be, before we conclude? <laughs> no, I would just say, you know, it is not too late to start and think about goals for the current year that you're in. I mean, it's not too late to think about 2023 when doing reflection on things that you wish you could have, would have, should have there's no better time than the present. And it also sets the stage for your 2024. Mm -hmm. So start now on whatever it is that you're working on. Don't put it off. Thank and that's you. where I'll leave us. Great Thank advice. You. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great advice. And again, a goals roadmap is, is somewhere to, a great place to start and the podcast, which is, is ladies kicking assets. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zarina. Thank you, Robin. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.